bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey everybody, we're here at the Sunnybrook Ballroom inside the Speakeasy for another episode of Bring Them Out. I'm Alan Hill, here with Soul Joel himself, Joel Richardson, yep. that is. And we are here for another episode of Bring Him Out, buddy. Buddy, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first of all, uh, do a shout-out to your guy with the podcast. Thank you. My man, Craig Perkins. Uh, I do a football podcast with him, so anybody that's into football, feel free to check it out. Uh, that is called Perk's Recap Pod on Spotify. We do a, a recap of the previous week, and then we pick the, the coming week's games. And then um, he has a channel called Perk's Recap on YouTube that is a um, reaction channel. To where he reacts and how to did you guys meet? Because I, w- I was sending, I was doing uh, re- uh, reaction requests. Like one of my things that we never talked about is I love reaction videos where people like hit listen to Pink Floyd for the first time oh. or that kind of thing. <laughs> I thought you were going TikTok. I go, man, I feel like I don't know you at all. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> this is you, old school YouTube, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok reactions. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Alan, your thoughts. <laughs> I've still never even seen TikTok. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're safe right, there. So, so, so uh, Pink Floyd reaction. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like, for what he does that drew me to him, because I like what I do is I watch these reaction videos when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for half hour, I'm just, you know, video after video of people reacting to stuff. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I went through. Uh, there's a lot of reaction people out there that I like, but I eventually landed on Craig being my favorite because he reacts to a lot of the off center stuff that I like, like fish, widespread panic, the Grateful Dead, uh, anything. He'll react to anything you send him. Unlike a lot of people want just what will get you a lot yeah. of views. He'll react to anything. OK. So uh, I've sent him. I've had he's reacted to at least. 10 or 12 songs that I've sent and him. And you guys started a pod together. Yeah. So he he, oh, wow. he set up, he put up a little general video saying, hey, anybody that wants to, I'm going to start a football pod. Anybody that wants to be on it, just send me a message. So I was like, well, he'll probably have people beating down the doors, but I'll send him a message, you know. He, he had me on for one episode. That was the idea. Yeah. It went so well that he now has me on every week. Dude, that's dope. Yeah, man. man. So Craig's the man. I appreciate you very much, bud. We've never even met in person. He lives in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, well, that was my next question, but yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. But we have a lot to catch up on. No doubt. Uh, So (laughs) congratulations to your sister. Hey, Katie and and, Scott. Yeah, and your brother-in-law getting married. Uh, But (laughs) I heard it was a trip. You might say. Yeah. You might say. Yeah. Yeah. So, So to set the scene... Uh, the night before, uh, obviously, you had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bjorn was here, your former student, rocking out Gatsby's. Yep, killing it. Uh, he was looking forward to it. He played at your sister's wedding, mm-hmm. right? He played the, the ceremony, yep, which was in my sister's backyard. Okay. And he killed it like he always does. He did his just uh, awesome rendition of What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong to, uh, to uh, as they walked down the aisle, you know, and he played for like an hour leading up to that. And... Uh, and then my sister was nice enough to invite him to the reception, which was up at a, at a, a you know, 20 minutes away at a, ba- a local bar called Funk's. And uh, um, 
So we get up there late because, uh, you know, he was packing up his stuff after the, the wedding and everything. So we got there 20 minutes after everybody else. Now, is this is this within Allen driving range? No, because it's on the highway for about, you're on the highway for like 15 minutes. Probably. Okay, so 20 minutes away, but all highway. I could get there via back roads if I really was motivated. But that but would be I'd, like 45. Yeah, it would, take me a, uh, t- it would take a lot of extra time, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so you jumped in with him. I ride with Bjorn. Uh, Bjorn will drive it anywhere. Right. <laughs> Ride or die. Yeah, his car's a lot like yours, where it's packed to the gills with stuff you might need for a comedy show. I don't think we need to veer off subject. <laughs> Back to you, Alan. <laughs> it really is a lot like his, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I love about it, it's yeah. not, it's not the, that it's messy or anything. It's that it's ready to go for your chosen profession. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is packed with essential stuff. Yep. You could put on a comedy show. If somebody, if, if this place, you know, if you didn't have this place and somebody called you and said, I need a comedy show 20 minutes away and be ready to go in half an hour. Yeah. You're the guy. Boom. You know what I mean? And Bjorn can do the same thing. Yeah. With his music. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. So, well, and I started doing that also because I went to so many venues where I had to assume they have nothing. Ah, right, right. Even when we did shows at movie theaters, sometimes if they're playing music, I had a, I, we had to have the microphone to, to, they can't do both at the same time. Right, for sure, okay. Even though it's a movie theater, because they're not used to someone talking and playing sound. So I just have to assume they don't have anything, and if they don't, then I don't have to take anything out. Right, right. Maybe they need a mic stand, or they need a microphone, or they have speakers, whatever it is. I just was like, they need it, I got it. Let's just assume. You got everything and might only need something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So and that's the same for musicians, man, because musicians, we have to assume, especially solo guys like Bjorn. Yeah. Doing a lot of bars and restaurants. Yeah. Almost never are going to have their own PA for him to use. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you get into the ballroom or bigger clubs. Yeah. You know, then they're going to have it. And he plays plenty of those kind of gigs, too. Then they may or may not come with a sound guy. Correct. <laughs> we got layers. Awesome, dude. So we're in his car after the ceremony, and we're riding up to Funk's, and uh, and we get up there, and the way Funk's was set up for the reception, they have a back private area. Right. There's one room that's just a big-ass bar, and a little that's where the kind of like the appetizers were set up and everything. Yeah. And then you walk through a single door, and you're in the big, like the proper reception area, where there's big U-shaped table set up with 90 people. A DJ at the open end of the U, yeah, just jamming the tunes, and he was he was great, and uh, um, and I I kind of took one look in that room, saw that pretty much all the seats were taken already, and I just walked back out. I was like, okay, I don't want to I don't want to just sit beside somebody I don't know, you know what I mean? Right. So I go back out. Bjorn wanted to hang out at the bar anyway, so I go back and I, and I start hanging out with him. A couple minutes later, one of my sister's friends, who I won't say their name, uh, came up to me and said, "Hey, I have some uh, special treats if you want some later." Yeah. Now, I had had some of their special... Now, despite you losing weight... Right. You still enjoy a treat. <laughs> I do, I do. And I will, I, will, I will deal with any vessel for the buzz it, it, uh, it holds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, now, I, I, uh, I had had some of their special treats a couple years prior because okay. the, I knew they made... That uh, helps to give a background. Exactly, exactly. Yep. So, th- I knew they made weed edibles because I had had some Rice Krispie treats of theirs a couple years ago, and they were great. I was literally going to make the uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy or Rice Krispie treat analogy, not realizing that was an actual statement, an actual thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah. You can you listen. You can make a weed edible out of out of any of your favorite treats. Right. <laughs> As my uh, my cousin Chris's wife does with her her baking business, Aileen. 
Aileen Lynch out there in uh, if you're in uh, Ocean City, New some Jersey. Some people you won't. <laughs> some people you won't mention their name. Some people you'll tell their first and last. Yeah. They, well, she has a business where she sells this. Stuff. Oh, oh. So oh. that's why I say her name. Yeah, and yeah. she's in the state where it's legal. Exacto mundo. Yeah, yep. Hundred yeah. percent legal. Oh, Give it oh. up for Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Back to Lancaster. <laughs> Back to Lancaster, where you still need your medical card. Yeah. So, uh, so we're at Funks, and um, she mentions the treats. I made some sort of like, yeah, sure, you know, not thinking much of it. You know what I mean? Well, 10, 15 minutes later. This is casual. Casual, dude. Casual. Casual. Yeah. I'm thinking I might not even see her the rest of the night. You know, there's 90 people there. You know what yeah, I mean? She yeah. could get lost and in the crowd. Bjorn and Bjorn wasn't involved in that initial conversation. He was sitting there, but he didn't have. He didn't say anything. He didn't weigh in. Yeah, no, because he, he had never met this, this person. Yeah. So, so 10 or 15 minutes goes by. We're still sitting at that table, and she comes back with a little, uh, like, Dixie cup filled with four, like, gelatinous cubes, okay, like gummies, all right? But obviously homemade because they were just cut into squares. You know, they weren't gummy bears or worms or, you know, anything like that. And without saying a word other than asking Bjorn if he wanted two of the four, we went to town. You know, he ate two, I ate two. And I'm assuming it's a weed edible like I had had prior. Yeah. Well... So, at this point, I'm like, okay, I better go and make an appearance in the, the, the reception proper now and say hi yep. to people, right? So, I walk into that room. Bjorn stays at the bar. And I'm talking to a bunch of family friends. You know, there's this crew of people there that are uh, all my mom's age or older. Yep. And um, there's a fam- four families that all grew up together. Everybody has a brother, my, or, uh, uh, somebody my age and somebody my sister's age, three years apart, roughly. And... Uh, so we've known each other since we were literally in diapers, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, so I'm saying hi to all those people. And in the midst of this, my, I feel my phone buzz. Yeah. And I look at it, and it's a text from Bjorn, who's literally 20 feet away in the other room. And I'm thinking, why is he texting me? And I look at it, and he go, it says, bro, I'm pretty sure I'm tripping. <laughs> Like, oh, shit, what the hell? Right, he didn't want to be overbearing, uh, didn't want to be invasive right. on your family time, but also wanted to be a friend. Bjorn is a true gentleman. <laughs> My man, I he love you, buddy. Gave you a little courtesy text. Yeah, totally, man, totally. <laughs> we, we might be going down on the, the wrong road. Not the wrong road, a different road than we had first intended. Yeah, totally, totally, yes, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, it's still your sister's wedding. Yes! So beware. So there's 90 people in Buyer this. Buyer beware. Dude, and there's a DJ in my ear. There's there's all these old family friends. There's people I don't know. Your Scott's, mother. Yeah, my mother's right there. No you one know. knows you better. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> what a roller coaster. <laughs> Perfectly put, man. Perfectly put. Yeah. So I make an excuse to get out, get away, and I walk back through that Which, door. Which, by the way, for you and me, that is not easy. Oh, bro. Oh, I have a story about that from uh, from Friday. From uh, any night. From <laughs> what was the night where you were dealing with that crazy blind drunk dude who tried, was walking through the closet trying to get to oh, the Uber? that was the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah, so remind me. I have a story about that then, about yeah. getting away from people. No problem. Um, so... <laughs> 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 so just, funny because we do have that issue. Yeah, man. we'll just put it on the. Uh, that's up next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. T- t- coming attractions. Yeah. So, um, so I walk back out through that room. I look to my left, and Bjorn's sitting at the table, and he just is, has a shitting grin on his face. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Buddy, I said, not mad. Yeah, <laughs> totally, not mad. Totally not mad at all." But uh, I said, "Dude, what? Like, what's going on?" And he goes, "Buddy, are you not feeling it, man?" He's like, "I'm pretty sure I'm shrooming." Yeah. 
It's like a, a body warming sensation. Yes, which is also very similar to how an edible comes on you. Okay. They take a little bit of a diverging path at some yep. point. Yeah. But the beginning of it's pretty close, you know? Yeah, totally like a rainbow path for one of them. And yeah. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so we're sitting there talking, and I'm like, bro, listen, like, are you sure? You know, because I don't really. I'm. Ju- I was just starting to feel like an edible was starting to kick in. You know what I mean? And yeah. this, by the way, this is a difference in our sizes. You know, like because uh, for edibles, it takes you know whatever your metabolism is is going to kick it in faster or slower depending on how your body works. Right. So Bjorn is about the same height. He's a little taller than a little me. Little taller and but- a lot thinner. Right. Yeah, he probably weighs, I mean, even after all the weight I've lost, he's probably still 40, 50 pounds thinner than me. Yeah, because I, I was going to say. He can't be much more than 200. I, I was going to say 200, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's like 185. Yeah, yeah. He's he's surprisingly thick. Yeah. In, you know, okay. and sturdy. <laughs> so I, I'll give him 200. Yeah. <laughs> right. Pardon me. I don't want to come on all back me and be like, hey, I'm no scrawny <laughs> bitch. Apparently, I didn't size him up. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Yeah. So so we're sitting there talking about whether we're tripping or not, right? And uh, I'm like, dude, like, like, I kind of hope you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, this is not what I was planning on doing. You yeah. Know? And uh, well, especially given the social situation, given the social situation, and the sure. people you're around. Yes, this was. I mean, the only like exclusive friend of mine at this whole thing is Bjorn. You yeah. know what I mean? They're fr- they're. Okay, my sister's friends that I consider friends too, but they're her friends. You know, and they're what I mean? also not on the same trip. Not anymore. on the same trip, except the girl that gave it to me. That's the only and her husband. <laughs> so, so we're sitting there talking about whether we're tripping or not. You know what I mean? And yeah. Listen, I know. Listen, Bjorn knows his stuff. So I knew when he, the second he told me that he was, I knew that we had eaten shrooms. You know what I mean? But I was still trying to hope. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because now it's dinner time. And I've been waiting for this dinner for three weeks because my sister's been talking about the menu. It was unbelievable. They were doing it, um, so what do you call it, buffet style. So yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's limiting my portions. <laughs> <laughs> danger, danger. So, uh, yeah. So we've, dude, we've all been there. Yeah, right. So, uh, so my sister comes by and, uh, as Bjorn and I are talking and taps me on the shoulder and says, hey, Scott and I are getting the food, and then your table's next. So as soon as you see us grab the food, you're up. Okay? okay. So I was like, all right. I said, Bjorn, you want to get some food? She He's was like, being a good host. She was being a very good host. She found me to, about the food in the middle of her big night. You know what yeah. I mean? Got to love her. <laughs> That's above and beyond. <laughs> above and beyond. Love you, Katie. So, uh, Speaking um, of high. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned to Bjorn, and I'm like, bro, we're up. You want to get some food? He's like. No shot. I can't fucking eat, man. Yeah. He's like, and this is, if you don't know about hallucinogens, you don't eat on hallucinogens. It just attacks your stomach. It just, it, well, so some, like a poison, right? It's not really. That's that's peyote. That's from like um, uh, that old, what's that movie about the old Western with Kiefer Sutherland where they throw up on uh, mescaline. Uh, it doesn't matter. Peyote. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> shrooms can sometimes give you some stomach stuff if, if you eat the actual mushrooms, but very rarely in an edible. Okay, okay. It can, but very rare. For me, anyway. For some people, it might be different. But uh, but what happens is it just, just wrecks your appetite because everything it t- everything turns into like a freaking amplified cartoon. That Well, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. on it. You're on it. Yeah. So... Uh, so he's now to it's the, the point words where he, I was missing. Yeah, he just can't. He's to the point where he can't eat. So I know he's tripping now. So I'm just like, oh crap, you know, here. It comes. Oh crap. So uh, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go pile food on my plate and eat this before this stuff kicks in. You know what I mean? So I still have an appetite. 
So I get it. I go sit down, and I sit down right between two of the 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 my mom's age friends that I was talking about that I've known since yeah. I was a kid, Robin and David Allsbach, who are some of my favorite people in the world. Love you guys to death. Um, and David's a real character man. I mean, he's the guy that when we were kids, uh, he was the one he you know uh, wearing the T-shirt that said, uh, "He who dies with the most toys wins." <laughs> <laughs> so we loved going and playing at his house. Man. Good dude. Good dude, fun guy. Yeah. Um, a real character, you know, and uh real smart guy. I mean, he's a, he was, you know, he's a lawyer, you know, for 50 years or something crazy, 60 years. I mean, he just finally retired in his late 70s, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh um so I sit down beside him and I start taking a couple bites. <laughs> and right when the mushrooms start to kick in fully, yeah. David pulls his teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> Right on time. <laughs> right on cue, man. Right on cue. And counterintuitively, because he's doing it to eat. Yeah. He pulled out the teeth to eat dinner, which fascinated me. Now, now at this point, because Bjorn is on the same page as you, mm -hmm. are you thinking to yourself, where's Bjorn to check in to see if this is really happening? No, because I know Bjorn. Bjorn is a, a pro, uh, an old vet at... Um, Drugs, first of all, <laughs> and I don't need you, man. <laughs> and second of all, handling himself in a bar situation. Yeah, but yeah. I, but I would have been like, it's just, just and, and you yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I well, you it. don't know until you hand like you do. You until you're there, yeah. you're there. But I would have thought to myself, dude, am I, am I imagining this, dude? Well, or did this dude just take his teeth out to eat? See, the good thing was, okay. Bjorn had already prepped me for the fact that I was probably going to start tripping. Okay, okay, okay. So that was already in my head. Okay, okay, You know okay, what I mean? Okay. So now... But did you know that fact about that man? I knew... Okay, yes, I knew that, he... That, that, I guess that's my other question. I knew he had removable teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and at his age, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> my mom had mentioned the removable teeth okay. a couple times over yep. the years. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I never. I don't think I'd ever actually seen it. But And also, because of the way your sister was talking... Did you know he was at your table or you were sitting with him? Yes, because of okay. the, the previous entry before I got the text where I was saying hi to people. Okay, 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 okay. And I wanted to make sure so I was... So all, all that was still according to plan? Absolutely. Okay, okay. And I sat where I intended to sit. Okay, okay. okay? Because I wanted to sit with people I knew. I didn't want to sit with some random people from Scott's family or whatever, even though yeah. they were all cool. I just didn't Katie, know Katie, congratulations. Your brother's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Scott knew about that, of me, that about me ahead of time and yeah. still married her. Uh, <laughs> still love you, brother. <laughs> Can't make heads or tails. Yeah. <laughs> so David takes out his teeth. <laughs> Which will never get old. <laughs> never gets old, man. That's so funny. Which literally means now he's talking to me like fish, you know? <sighs> like, and, and, he's, and he's, you know, he's getting old. I love the guy to death. Like, uh, he's really like a family member. But he's, you know, he's to the age where his voice is getting quieter and quieter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now... Soft-spoken. So he's talking to me like this, you know? And I've got a DJ speaker right in my ear, all right? So now I'm trying... I'm, I'm now giving up on dinner. <laughs> my check. Dude, for real, man. Dinner's done. I got halfway through that plate, and now I can't eat another bite because I'm now fully shrooming, okay? Yeah, now, now are you fat like me? <laughs> To where two days later you could be starving. You're like, I wish I would have ate more then. 100%. I, I regretted it right then. <laughs> <gasps> Why wait? <laughs> I'm staring at it longingly, being like, damn, I wish that had been an edible so I could eat this shit. <laughs> I knew then. Big regret. Big regret. Yeah. 
Can I get a doggy bag? Dude, oh my god, is how this funny. Is the guy in the wedding? How funny, dude. Yeah. So, uh. Sorry. No, it's fine. I love it. I love it. So, um. Where was I? He's, so, oh, D- David's talking. Oh, uh, David's talking. Right. Teeth okay. out of, yeah, yeah. Soft spoken. Speaker in the ear. So he's doing the soft talking thing. Yeah. And he launches into what amounted to a roughly 10 minute long story. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy is right. What minute did you check out? Oh, dude. Well, the thing is, I couldn't because I, I, I was so locked in on the with the, the combination of the psychedelics, the fact that I couldn't hear him. So I was like straining to hear. You know what I mean? I had to be 100 percent locked in just to hear the 20 percent of the story I did hear. OK, <laughs> and, so I'm working hard, buddy. Yeah. I was working hard. Yeah. <laughs> so he launches into this story, dude. Now, he went to Cornell. OK. All right. And Ivy League. Yes. He's a very smart guy. And uh, uh, he would have been in college from 62 to 66. Okay. Okay. Now, I bring that up because it'll make uh, sense later because the timeline of what I heard from this story was completely off. Yeah. So. Now, you're in a good place. You're not mad. No, no, no. Luckily, because this could suck. It really could suck. I would never personally yeah. give somebody a hallucinogen without them knowing. My bad for not asking. You know what I mean? I should always confirm. Yeah. I just had. <laughs> had weed edibles from them before, so I yeah. assumed that's what it would be. Yeah, my bad. My bad. But uh, but I would never dose somebody on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was rolling. Are with these it treats and I was fine. caffeinated or uncaffeinated? <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of caffeine? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Man. Holy shit! So, but I'm not pissed. I was cool because uh, the one nice thing about mushrooms, they make you feel really good physically. You know, it's not like ecstasy or something where you want to like rub everybody. <laughs> but but <laughs> especially a man with no teeth. <laughs> Coochie coochie coo. <laughs> How's your prime rib, David? <laughs> Nibble on that. Come on. Gum on that for a while. Should have went with the lasagna. Brother. Yeah, nothing but soup and milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm sitting there and I'm 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 actually like okay with it. because I'm, yeah. I'm it's it's uh it, it was coming on me nicely. Yeah. It was making like, you know, my pinch nerve thing I've been dealing yep, with forever. Yep, yep, yep. All of a sudden, I wasn't thinking so about it. So, in that sense, you said yes because it was taking care of that, and it was still taking care of that, even though you took something else. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But now you're back to Cornell, 1962 to 1966. Yes. Where? And you did not want to be in upstate New York. No, no, no. You were perfectly fine staying <laughs> put I in was, Lancaster. I was good at the wedding reception. Yeah, totally, man. Yep. So, yeah. he, dude, he launches into this story now. He, uh, keep in mind, I heard tw- maybe 20% of it. Yeah. So, some of the details are a little hazy. Yeah. Um, Feeling funky at funks. <laughs> totally, man. So, what I gathered from this story is that he used to have a beer hookup in college where he always could get two two uh, kegs of Genesee cream ale whenever he wanted it. Okay. Yeah. Now, you the guy with two kegs on call in college, yeah. you're the man, right? Yeah. So, uh, one would imagine. Right. So now. Especially in the free love and 60s. Yeah, totally, dude. Totally. Come on. You know, I mean, shoot, they probably had some acid at that party. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, so he's got he, go, he goes on this thing about the beer. I missed a lot of that. And then now all of a sudden we're at a party. We're at a frat party. OK, he's telling me about this frat party. And I lose a lot of the early details of that. Next thing I know. 60 guys are lined up in a row naked. Now, I know I heard that right. (laughs) What kind of party was this, David? Yeah, man. So, and then the next thing I think pretty sure I heard is that the guy beside him had a giant cock. (laughs) 
which means he was probably the guy that suggested this activity, yeah. right? But uh, and then what I heard, and this is when I knew I had to get out of the room. What I heard is that because David felt inadequate, like anybody would, next to the guy with the the third leg, slinky, right? <laughs> slinky. <laughs> We're talking eight inches limp. <laughs> the snuffleupagus trunk. Yeah. So, so he says because of uh, that, he pulled out his lightsaber and held it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. But think about this. He was in college. This couldn't have been any later than 1966. Star Wars didn't come out until 1977. There was no such thing as a lightsaber yet. There wasn't a book. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing. So now I'm hearing lightsabers. I'm like, I got to get out of this room. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, he's recalling mixed memories. <laughs> he's, he's, his memory is fine. I heard it fucked up is what it had to be, right? You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure he didn't talk about you know, a lightsaber. Yeah, all due respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm okay. pretty sure he didn't talk about a lightsaber. I think I heard that. So, so I'm like, okay, I need to get out of here. You know, this yeah. is now time to make my exit. So he, hits, so he says, swing, swing. <laughs> he hits whatever the, the peak of the story was, yeah. which I didn't even hear. You're like, Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he hits the peak of the story and laughs. So I know it's the end of the story, right? So I'm yeah. like, ha, 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 gotta go. <laughs> I pulled out of there, right? And I run into the other room. I look over and see Bjorn, and he's over there like, <laughs> this big-ass grin on his face. Yep. I run over to him, dude. I'm definitely Sherman, buddy, and we just started dying. We just started dying. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. And I was planning. I was hurting bad enough that I was planning on leaving there right after dinner because my, we had to stand for the ceremony, and it was killing my pinched nerve. And um, I ended up closing the place down because of the the, uh, the shroom edibles. I was there until I was planning on leaving at like six thirty. I was there until eleven o'clock. Whoa, <laughs> four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. So it did its its duty. It sure did, man. It ended up being great. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So my only recollection was that when I was in high school. Oh uh, no, no. I'm sorry. We were already in college. Mm -hmm. We went. Uh, it was after our freshman year bunch of us were uh, together and you know we're, we're we're off for the weekend we end up going to the party of the summer and Ooh. but before that in south jersey we went to south street and my friends started asking random people for some shrooms oh you gotta be kidding me on south street yeah bro so we found uh the female version of looked like they could have been the lead singer of rage against the machine <laughs> And my friend literally goes, like Cousin Eddie in Christmas Vacation, bingo. Bingo. <laughs> and uh, she goes, yeah, no problem. I got you. But listen, only take a little bit. I think she said an eighth or whatever. Like the, yeah, because people have been really, this has been, these are strong. These are heavy. And my friend was like, whatever. Oh, dude, famous last words probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo's Pizza. Oh, Lorenzo's is shit right across from the TLA. Yeah, threw him, threw him on the, uh, threw him on a slice. Oh, smart move. Yeah, and we started eating them. Mm -hmm. Well, I was the one driving. They hit before we got back to the party. <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> I, but my friend, who's already not uh, social, mm. and now had not seen anybody since we graduated. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward ten months. Okay. 10, 11 months, whatever. Well, yeah, it was June or uh, late May, June, because uh, we're already out of school. And we were in the backyard, and there's a pool. And we would turn around and be like, oh, we're 10 feet from the pool. We turn around, we're like, oh, we're, we're 100 feet from the pool. Turn around, we're in the pool. Like, <laughs> but we hadn't moved. <laughs> 
so awesome. Yeah, and my friend was like, dude, I'm out of here. Like, I can't. And, like, he drove home because he just couldn't deal with that. Dude. It's that, just wild. I understand that. I do. I had some issues when I was younger with some hallucinogen experiences that uh, just twice. But I get having a bad night on him. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. where you just don't want to be around anybody. It's wild. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a trip, dude. My, my funniest one, real quick, was uh, I took a couple hits of acid and went to the beach. In yeah, yeah. Stone Harbor, New Jersey. Yeah. When I was a teenager. Which who doesn't? Who you know, as you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's more like Wildwood behavior. <laughs> it really is Wildwood behavior. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't do any math. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so So dude, I I started like I remember sitting on the beach on my chair, acid kicking in. I started tripping really hard. Yeah. And I decided I had to go just stand ankle deep in the water. Okay. Yeah. You know, not, not nothing harmful about that. Problem is, I liked it so much that I decided to lie down in the ankle deep water. Now, I probably started 25 feet from the lifeguard stand. Right. Okay. So I'm now, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a long, my hair's down to here. You know what I mean? I've got, uh, I don't have the full beard yet, but I always had five o'clock shadow. No matter, like, right okay. after I shaved, I had 5 o'clock shadow. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, so I've got this long hair. i got 5 o'clock shadow. I'm 17 or 18, and I look like I'm 37. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I lie down in the ankle-deep water, and I'm telling you, it was one of the best feelings I've ever felt in my life. I was just, like, one with the earth. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the best thing ever, best thing ever. My cousin told me later, I started rolling. I just kept rolling and rolling until I was like 100 feet away from the lifeguard stand. Yeah. You know, eventually you get to another lifeguard stand. Yeah. I rolled so far that I got to the next lifeguard stand, and they started blowing the whistle at me. Well, that that's like uh, probably 100 yards, right? Like a football line? Totally, dude. Give or take. Give or take. So I rolled 75 yards minimum, right? <laughs> just right down the beach. It's just a bit, like, of, bit of a red flag. Just like in ecstasy because I'm at one with the water and the sand and then finally the uh, the lifeguards blew their whistle at me and made me uh, made me come back to reality a little bit so then I just grabbed my guitar and played under a pier for the next six hours <laughs> but where was your guitar was 75 yards away it was back at the chair yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 oh boy yep so I had to make a little hike yeah then I hiked under the pier and I jammed out until well speaking of your beard yes so we got to talk about uh, Halloween oh but so Halloween, I don't know. We're, we're hosting the party. We got Bad Slice, winner of the uh, Rock Lidditz. They uh, rocked it out tough, yep. man. Great band if you ever get a chance Battle to see Battle the them. bands, yeah. And so I didn't know what to what to be for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I ended up talking. Uh, Jewel texted me and was like, you you got to be Alan. And and I, I thanked her for the idea. And she's like, she deferred it, deflected it right back to Deanna. Because she said she saw the comment on, on Facebook was like the Allen Hill starter kit. Yeah, totally. That came from Deanna's comment like two or th- two Halloweens ago now, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. You know? So, yeah, it all, kind of, it all started with Deanna. Yeah, yeah. So, I quickly go. Uh, I go to um, Rally House. Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to my. He goes, do you need help? I go, yeah, my guy. He goes, he goes, what do you need, my guy? No, he said, what do you need, my, my guy? guy? And I said, well, I go. I want to get one of these jerseys, but make sure. And I pull up our podcast video. Mm. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, that's the on-field jersey. I go, you sure? And he goes, yeah. So I go, all right, I'm going to do the Jason Kelsey. Okay. But they didn't have uh, that size. And I'm only assuming because of the, the spike it w- in the Swifties mm-hmm. and the popularity that that's probably why Jason Kelsey only had one. 
Yeah, it, very, it could be. It very it well could triple, be. Uh, they, they had triple X. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, I didn't. That so would be huge on you, yeah. So I went, next thing I go, all right, because no offense, but I obviously want to wear this jersey again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I decided to get Dawkins. Solid and, choice. Yeah, solid choice. And honestly, because it's not the current Eagles that are on fire right now. Yeah. It was cheaper. A little less expensive. Yeah, yeah a little less expensive. So I went. I, I don't forget if I went single X or double X, but. I think it was double. Double X. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're good. So then I went to uh, five and below <laughs> and I get these glasses and I, and I show him the glasses and he goes, oh, yeah. I go, you sure? I go, because they're not exact. He goes, no, but if you're going to be mimicking someone, you want to go over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, perfect. Right call, because they were great. Yeah. Then, in, uh, then I go to the Halloween store, mm-hmm. and I go, I need this. And I show them, they're like, we ain't got it. And I go, no, come on, you got to have a beard. got to be something. Something. Like, not just like the, the like, uh, circus or like uh, Kent Tocolvi, uh mustaches. Kent Tocolvi. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love that reference. Yeah. I'm Pittsburgh like Pittsburgh Pirates from yeah, the yeah, 80s. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. Like, we need something, Dude. you know. And uh, so she goes, oh, she pulls out this wizard costume, <laughs> which if I would have worn the whole getup, yeah. it would have like the hair it would have been weird. Did right? it come with a hat? By the way, I never asked you. Did it come with a wizard hat? Oh, I, you know, and I don't even know if it is. It's in my car. <laughs> hey. Call back. <laughs> I love it. Stuffed so somewhere under the layers. But uh, but then I get I get in and uh, John Zimmy, mm. shout out to man, our man. Yeah, he uh, he was like, duh, 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 duh. and I go back in because I'm I'm already dressed. And let me just say this real quick: you were in the kitchen. You were just walking into the kitchen. I assume. sorry. Yes. Yep. I walked into the kitchen from another. It was like a Three's Company episode. Yeah. I walk. You walk in from over here. Yeah. I walk in from over here. Right. Zim sees me. And free, like, he Walks very, away. very calmly freaks out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> Gave away nothing to me. No. I just thought John was busy like he always is. Or just acting like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a roll down effect. <laughs> no, just acting like Captain Chaos. <laughs> no big deal. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you're not thinking anything of it. No, no, it was business as usual as far yeah. as I was concerned. But his idea was to grab scissors to give me a haircut. <laughs> right. So he's in the middle of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting me a haircut, and uh, we we cut off the hair, and uh, or or just I kept the hair on because uh, I wanted to even even though whatever I wanted to look more like you. Yeah, because the gray makes it at least look more like me. More like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's what we did, and I had the beard, but then I walk out, and to my I don't there's no other word to use, but I think bewilderment mm-hmm. that because we talk about this all the time in the podcast. What are the odds of what jersey you're wearing? Crazy. Dude. Any given day. Crazy. Because we talked about it. I have somewhere approaching 40 jerseys at this point. Right. And there's only maybe five of those that I don't wear. Right. And so it could have been any number of roughly 30, 35 jerseys. Right. Right. And I wear the freaking Dawkins that day, which is the same one you got. Well, so yeah. we are dressed exactly the same. Exactly alike. <laughs> same day. And you didn't know I was doing that. And I didn't know you were going to have Dawkins. Dude. I, I almost shit myself when I saw this. I Total surprise, because I did call you and I gave you the option. You gave me the option of knowing. I said, "Do you want to find surprised? out?" You're like, "No, I'll be surprised." Yeah, yeah. I'm always choosing the surprise. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, and mo- a lot of people watching this have probably seen it. But if you haven't, go check it out. It's on. Yeah. It's on Facebook. Yeah, it's, yeah. I have it in my phone. If you want to yeah. ask me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so it was fun. so funny, man. And the other thing that was so cool is not only did you dress like me. 
but I know, and you've learned from some of the best in the business. Giannis, Giannis yeah. for sure, with uh, Maurice. Marisa. Yeah, Marisa. Yeah, yeah, no, no, just imitating but people. Just Im- yeah, just imitating oh, people yeah, in yeah, general, yeah. but he can inhabit a character, that man. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, oh, yeah. So not only did he dress like me, but his posture changed, his manner of speech. He threw a ton of brothers in there. Yeah. And, oh, it was so funny, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so great. Oh, dude, it was fun, man. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and we want to wrap things up with uh, David Tell's greatest uh, lines ever to you. Yes. And he's hit you with more than one in different spots. This It's wild. Three, three shows? Three different shows. Now, I've seen him many times. Oh, no, no, no. But course. this was over the course of three shows. Yeah. And two were at Magoobie's in Maryland, and one was in my hometown of Lancaster at the Dutch did, Apple Dinner Theater. Did, yeah, yeah, okay. Which has only had two comedy shows in their 50 years of existence, Dave Attell and Sam Morrill. So at least they have good taste. <laughs> so, um, But what blew my mind before I say the lines is that I can't remember everything Attell ever said to me, but over the course of those three shows... It's amazing, because neither can Attell. Dude. But he has a great memory. And here's what's fucking wild to me, man. He hit me with a minimum of 30 lines one-liners over yeah. the course of those three shows yeah. okay never repeated one of them well and 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 all the times i've seen him mm-hmm. and especially twice in one night because the only time that i've seen him twice in one night is when he's been at my like, yeah, like gone, the dome this summer the dome and 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 in roars ford and and every 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 incarnation of soldiers but like i've gone to see him at the cellar or wherever yeah. but i've never seen him twice in one night mm-hmm. and he always does the bump and mics at the end the best comic I've seen challenge him is Ian Finance. Oh, Ian's and of so course, good. Ian would repeat lines in the, in the same because he's he's trying to set a tell up. He's right. not trying to challenge himself, but a tell never repeats a line from the early show to the late show. It's incredible, and and and, and, and I know it's on purpose because he doesn't want to be a hack. But he and it's not even because he thinks anybody in the audience will have seen him in the earlier show. Right, right. It's because he just wants to keep challenging himself. It's his own personal standard. Exactly. Which is freaking unbelievable. Which has nothing to do with you, but I think in, in the back of his mind, he does remember you and doesn't want to repeat it. Right. And it, that, that, I, I, That's the feeling I get. Very possible. Very possible. And what blows my mind is I know, because I've heard Lisa Lampanelli talk about this. Lisa Lampanelli, one of the other best crowd workers before she retired from comedy, yeah. right? She had, she got slammed early in her career by some, some vicious uh, crowd hecklers. Yeah. And... Uh, didn't have good responses. So she went home and she wrote 30 responses to every human type. Blonde woman. Guy with beard. Uh, uh, I heard that too. We'll find uh, out in a second uh, if okay. it's something we need to deal with. <laughs> but, uh, um, somebody knocked on our door, viewer, just to take down the fourth wall. Um, so uh, so she went down and wrote all these responses to every possible fat guy, skinny guy, tall woman, uh, you know, lesbian, gay guy, whatever, right? So she has all this stuff worked out in her head that's ready to go. Dave fi- could fire on me for 12 years at every show and never say the same thing twice. It blows my freaking mind. So are you ready for the three lines? Yeah. All right. So the first one is, I look like Pennsylvania Karl Marx. So that's that. That's the dinner theater. That's the dinner theater. Which, ironically, he said it to me at McGooby's. <laughs> How did he know where I'm from? <laughs> That's so awesome. That would be funny if it wasn't in Maryland. <laughs> That's the dinner theater for sure. Yeah. Second one, I look like Mark Twain's merch guy. Yeah. That's a good one. Just the merch guy thing. And then the third one, I look like the guy who hired the hobbit to throw the ring in the pit of fire. <laughs> They're all still possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, because you you wear that with a badge of honor. They're not insults. No, dude, I love that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. And there's yeah. nothing like Dave will. There are some comedians who, uh, like, if you're an asshole in the crowd, they're going to try and cut you off the knees. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they're going to try and ridicule <laughs> you, which I don't blame them. I'm all for it. I'm on board mm-hmm. with that 100%. But if it's if, if, if it's Dave Attell coming to me or most people coming to me because I'm just sitting there and I stand out because of the beard or whatever, or the Eagles jersey, whatever it is they're, they want to talk about that night, they're almost always respectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just trying to be funny. You know what I mean? They're not like, look at this fucking loser. You know what I mean? They're well, like, yeah, exactly. Well, dude, when last summer when he uh, – he was at the the Summerfest, and it was so one, two, three, fourth time I think he's been back to Soul Joel's in three years. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, and uh, so he, he's bumping mics, and he he goes he's on stage with Will Savants, Brett Truck, oh, and Ryan awesome. Reese, and he goes uh, well, well uh, he goes Will asked me uh how long's this festival go to, and he goes I don't know what time are we leaving, Will. God, he's good. Yeah, and it's like it's so funny because it's it's still it's a it's a two to three week long thing, right? I did it for the whole month. Yes, but uh, but it's just so funny because once they leave, it doesn't matter. Right, exactly, man. Time. That's so funny, man. Yeah, he is unbelievable. And he man. hit me with uh, when we're he he did outside for the finale for the Summerfest, then came back and headlined the tent, which is a, it was a brief period in between the dome mm-hmm. and being completely outside uncovered. Oh. We did a, a tent rental. The tent rental. I forgot about the tent. Yeah, he goes. I believe Soul Joel's gonna take me down by the river and pay me again. Two chickens and a pot pie. Boy, this is the saddest farmers market I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but you talk about memory. He remembered that I had I had them park behind the building mm-hmm. to go into the green room where we used to be in Roars for Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I took him back there and, and paid him. Mm-hmm. And that's uh that's what I did. And and for whatever reason, he remembered that. But, like, how many shows does he do a year? Incredible. How many places does he go to? Incredible. Just remembers that. That kind of thing blows my mind. But but bring it all together like that. It's just amazing. It really is. And the th- the little that we've talked about it before so we don't have to make a big deal out of it today, but just the fact that he brings candy for the employees. Yeah. You know, like just little touches like that. You yeah. know, that's that's it's that's really cool, man. Yeah, really when he tried cool. to hand me two bags and I grabbed one and he goes, "What what do you think? One's for me, they're both for you." <laughs> <laughs> make sure your staff gets it and make sure they know it's for me. I love that, man. I love I that. I have just I guess the energy that I'm about to eat all the candy. Yes, yes. Well, we both yeah. have that same energy. Yeah. <laughs> But he's totally talking. He t- goes and talk to goes talks to my sister, both my sisters, and uh, while the show's going on, so the crowd's not really focused, so he can like start talk. He just loves mingling with the people and the staff and making them feel at home. And he and he's going to my sister. And he's like, "So how's everybody doing?" Like just genuinely cares, Love man. That, man. Because because dude, dude he so doesn't cool. have to do any of that. No, doesn't have to do dick. Uh, the one thing I never told you about the the Dutch Apple Dinner though show in in Lancaster was uh, after the show. Uh, he, uh, we took a picture. Uh, I was with Gavin and his brother Ty. Okay, okay and okay. Ty's in a wheelchair. Right? Oh, right, right, right. I met him. And Ian opened up. Ian Finance opened up that yeah. show. That's yep. when he was still doing that with with Dave all the time. And uh, um, so we we waited to get a picture. Ian was so cool, man. He hopped in Ty's lap and planted a wet one on his cheek right when the camera snapped. Perfect. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to find, hide the fact that I peed my pants in the background. Yes. <laughs> that was that night, which I think I told that story on the pod. Yeah, so we know that. We don't have to go into that. But uh, so, and Dave was just hovering there like a serial killer. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Nothing to see here. Yep. And super cool. Very nice. And then we moved on and we went outside. And uh, Ty left right away, if I remember right. And then Gavin and I, were, I still smoke cigarettes then. So we're, Gavin and I are smoking a cigarette before we hit the road. Attell comes out. Well, we're still in the middle of the cigarette, and he's like, Alan, like you remember my name from 30 seconds ago, which is still blow, like not the uh, amazing trick, but still pretty cool that he bothered to remember it, right? Yeah, because guess what your name could have been? Who cares? Exactly, exactly. And he would have been went back, right back to New York and not lost sleep. And never, right, never thought about any of it again. But he comes out the door, lights up a cigarette, and goes, hey, Alan, I wanted to ask you. He goes, uh. You come to see me a decent amount? I said, yeah. He's like, because I know I've met you before. Was that in Was that in Maryland? I was like, yeah. He goes, Timonium Magoobies. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Dude, uh, n- another, uh, this is an opposite, but maybe the smoking thing. So uh, Sam Morell, oh, yeah. ironically, you just talked about, said uh, on his birthday, he had a cigar. Mm-hmm. He's on McDougal Street right outside the cellar. Okay. Breaks open the thing, lights up. A tell comes over his shoulder. He goes, Sam, I caught your set. It was good, but it wasn't great. Like, it's no reason to break out a cigar. <laughs> Not realizing it was Sam's birthday, and that's why he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> that's so awesome. But, like, he can't help himself. Dude. It was good. It wasn't great. Oh, my God. He is so quick. And he's like, gee. No, but, like, Sam was actually like, Ugh. Yeah, like, yeah, like, he's dude. that good. Dude. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because everybody raves about David Tell, man. Dude, All the best. The, some of the, my favorite comics in the world, he's their favorite comic. Yep. <laughs> um, so what was he in? Oh, yeah, so Dave, he's like, he's like so uh, So I know you from, from, we figured out it was, he figured out that it was from a Goobies. I didn't have to say a word. And uh, he's like, listen, man, he's like, next time you come see me, just if you can, if you can't afford it, I get it, no worries, but just uh, try and sit in the first few rows. He goes, anytime I see you in the crowd, I'm going to crowd work you if, you if you're okay with it. I was like, fuck yeah, I am. Totally cool. He's like, and if, uh, if it fits the show that night, I'll pull you up on stage and roast you. So he told me to do that. Now, I've never had the chance to do it since. So, oh, but you, uh, so you weren't close enough to get in? Uh, date? Oh, because you were in the back? I was, remember I was all fucked up with my back because I was oh. hoping maybe that night he would see me and remember me. But I, I lasted two minutes in my chair and stood for the, the, in the back for the rest of it. And I seen him a couple times. Like I saw bumping mics. Dude, if I would have known that and remembered that, I would have put you in one of the Prince chairs, like the King Tut. So and put you right up front so he noticed the purple and you. Let's just bring in a lifeguard chair. For Dude, it would have been here. polarizing. <laughs> Be in a lifeguard chair yeah. right in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> dude, this is great, man. For Alan Hill, Soul Joel, bring them out. Thanks for coming out. Download, subscribe, and uh, give us a review. Thanks for coming out.